Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. We got up to a really bad start. You know, we gave him five runs there in the third, a couple of walks, an air, really big air that, you know, that uh, they took advantage of and they got a fourth out and, you know, they singled with two outs to put up five instead of three. And, you know, we were, we were trying to climb out of a hole, but we gave ourselves an opportunity to, to win the game in the eighth and the ninth. And, uh, you know, the eighth was a, was a killer. Just couldn't get the big hit there. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds, and we'll talk about what's bothering us in the world of sports as the show goes on. As I know, we talked Razorback Baseball with Peyton Stovall in the last hour. They're playing tonight uh, against Missouri State, so... Looking forward to uh, seeing the Razorbacks back in action, and hopefully they can uh, overcome that uh, performance from uh, Georgia, where they got swept for the first time since 2018. That's not ideal, but uh, it's going to be fun to see uh, how that goes down. And as a reminder, folks, uh, Razorback baseball will be on the buzz tonight. So 6 o'clock will be first pitch. 5.30 will be when the pregame show starts. Oh, excuse me. No, 6 o'clock will be the pregame show. 6.30 is first pitch. So you can listen to it right here on 103.7 The Buzz. But we talked about that. And we also have talked about some of the stuff going on with the NFL draft, but also NBA. But you know, with the playoffs there, as well as uh, all the entertainment that's coming around from it, too. Some really great games so far and starting to get an idea of how it's all going to be shaping up. Let's talk about that, as well as just some basketball in general. As we go to the Jones and Sundiamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline, welcome in Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports, friend of the show. Always fun to catch up with him about basketball. And Bobby, appreciate it, man. How you doing this afternoon? Good man, how are you? Uh, we're doing good, man. Doing good. So overall, I know you're you're a basketball junkie. I mean, you can't get enough of it. And with the NBA, especially in the playoffs, just how do you feel like it's gone so far? Has it been about as enjoyable as you would hope? Has it been maybe less than what you expected? Just overall, how are you feeling about it? I mean, listen, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. Like my dog's named after Charles Oakley. So the playoffs have been delightful so far. Now that can change if history ruins my Knicks here and, and they blow the 3-1 lead. But for me, I, think, I mean, wish we did this more often. You see a path to the Eastern Conference Finals for the Knicks, especially if uh, you're talking about Knicks heat in the next round. How, how would you feel about that? I mean, I'll go right back to the 90s and I will, Tyler, like, like obviously I'm in Kentucky, I, do, I will talk every negative thing about Adebayo, Riley, Hero, it doesn't matter because now we're in the NBA. Uh, there is a path, obviously. Like it, it's crazy that the Heat are up three one when they were what two minutes away from being eliminated by the Bulls in the playing game, or the second playing game. So it's it is a, it is one of the more weird playoffs when, when you look at you know kind of where the first round currently is, and you have and I mean I know they're the Lakers, but they are seven seed winning. You have. Um, you know, the eight-seed Heat winning. You have six-seed Warriors in a 2-2, you know, series with the three-seed Kings. It, the, the teams that are winning make sense in, in terms, if you just look at the names, but in terms of everything that has happened in the season, it, it's, been a, it's been a weird playoff, I feel like, the first, what, two and a half weeks? 
Yeah, it has been. And, and you know, you mentioned some of the, the teams that are lower seeds or teams that are in the playing game but now have a commanding lead. Do you chalk that up to just the parity and how even it is among all of these teams in the NBA? Or is it more about the injuries or some of the issues? Like, what, what do you chalk that up to as far as these lower-seeded teams having so much success early? I think it's a little bit of both. Right? Like, injuries for sure. Giannis missed, what, two and a half games? And you're talking about arguably the best player in the, in the league. So, in, in that series, yeah, I think, I think that's a major thing. And, and the Bucks have battled injuries have all year. But, you know, when you lose Giannis, especially in the best of seven, I think that's there. Look at Memphis, and it's, yeah, there, there's been injuries, but also it, it, it's cliche, and I hate to say it, but like the lack of veteran leadership where they're the young group and all of a sudden they're a two seed, and now you're going up against, well, yeah, they don't make a lot of sense. And I, I still don't think they're that good of a team, but you look at LeBron and, and Davis and everyone else on the, the Lakers that at least have playoff experience, you are. It, it, it's, and again, I hate saying it because I hate using cliches, but the playoffs are such a different animal than the regular season. And when you're talking about playing the same team set, you know, seven times, there is something to that, that that's tough to do. We talk about in college basketball, right, where you know, we love the SEC Big 12 um, challenge because it breaks up the monotony of, of conference season. You see someone different different scouting, everything like that. And the playoffs are the opposite of that, where you're just seeing the same guys over and over and over again. And, yeah, like you can make some changes, but it's just who plays better. And, and there's something beautiful in that where, you know, you typically get the best teams, the better team advancing. And, and it's not like, oh, well, one game where, you you know, you shot terribly, the other team was hot, whatever. So it's, it, it is weird to see it, but it, it's a variety of reasons. And it's, that's the other thing that's made the playoffs so, I think, fun and weird at the same time is, you know, injuries are are one of the major storylines, along with you know everything else that's going on. Last night's game, Bucks Heat, you had Giannis who was coming back from injury, and he had a triple double, but it was completely overshadowed in a close game by Jimmy Butler going for fifty six yeah. and doing everything he had to do to will the Heat to be able to win that game last night. It, it, Jimmy Butler's performance got to the point where I was just laughing. Like it was. Just, we, you get these every once in a while, and I feel like it's typically reserved like Steph, where you know all of a sudden he's pulling up from like half court, and you're like that shot's going in, and you can do nothing to laugh, and it's like, what, is it, what do you want them to do differently? Because they're throwing everything at this guy, and that's where Jimmy Butler kind of got in the fourth quarter. Like, yeah, he had the what twenty point first quarter, in the fourth quarter he was going off again, and when he had that stretch with what like three and a half minutes to go. Steal the dunk. The, I think they're going to be two long twos, maybe one which hold a three. And when he hit those, you just—I was just sitting on the couch, and just like kind of chuckling, like, it, it, "Sure, like I don't—that's—that's that's a shot you live with when you're going up against Jimmy Butler, but he's just making everything." And it was a special performance. It was one of the greatest performances we've ever seen in an individual postseason game. And it's like, what, what do you want them to do? Like, they, they throw a bunch of different defenders on him. I don't know what the solution was. Well, so speaking of that, uh, just in the playoffs in general, has there been one player that you feel like has been the best performer and has risen above everybody else? Is it Jimmy Butler? And, and I know it's only had a few games, but just what individual player you feel like has stood out the most in a good way? There are a couple. I mean, the, the, you know, Jimmy Butler's of the world. Jalen Brunson is another guy I would put in there. Um, you know, I think you still got to mention LeBron, considering what he's been doing against Memphis. Um, you know, Phoenix kind of gets it a little bit from Durant, from Paul. They get it a little bit everywhere. Um, even though they're losing, like Russell Westbrook has been really good for the Clippers. But, you know, I, I do think it's just kind of the, the obvious one. The Jimmy Butlers, um, the Jalen Brunson, uh, you know, Jason Tatum, I guess you can throw in there, or even Jalen Brown uh, and LeBron. And, and then, you know, I, I hate that he got hurt, but, you know, for, through the first four games, De'Aaron Fox has been awesome for Sacramento. So what, what do you think of that injury? You think um, he'll be able to play? They've listed him as doubtful, but they haven't ruled him out. And uh, it, it may sound almost like they're playing it up a little bit more, playing coy and uh, trying to catch the Warriors off guard. Yeah, I don't know, because it's not a shooting hand, right? And that's just, that's what throws it off. And, you know, anyone who's ever, not even played that, anyone who's ever shot a basketball knows, or shot a basketball correctly at least, knows, how important like that finger is to to, to your shooting motion and, and playing with a splint on it makes it even more difficult and then Fox has become 
you know, a better shooter than what he was in college and, and throughout his early career. And, and he does have the ball in his hands the majority of the time you know, for the, the Kings offense. I, I think there is some serious concern. And, and, you know, I think maybe this game it's kind of like, okay, you might have to sit him out because you know you at least have one more game left and, and can get him healthy enough to just go play two more after that. Um, so it's, it, it's, the, it's the worst case scenario, just being on the shooting hand. But on the other hand, and it's like, yeah, he's playing, but no questions asked. Speaking with Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports here on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Oddline. So, Bobby, uh, what do you think has just uh, been a, a crazier thing in the NBA playoffs? Just the amount of nagging injuries or injuries in general with players, superstar players in some cases sitting out, or the amount of groin shots that are getting taken by players too? Because both of them seem like they're just over the top at this point. I don't know how option B is leading more than option one because <laughs> that happened to be just put me out and over the next round. Uh, it's ridiculous. It's like every night there's at least one. There's an ejection. Some of them aren't as uh, intent, I would say. Like, the, the intent's not there. Like, it was Harden got ejected, uh, what was that, two games ago? When he, I mean, he was kind of making a motion and, you know, you got guys leaning in, but, like, the the Grizzlies, like, it's every game they're hitting somebody on the Lakers. But the injuries are definitely, I think, the bigger story because of who has been injured, you know, to be honest. Paul George, Kawhi, uh, Fox, you know, Julius Randle battling an injury. Uh, Isaac Okoro's been banged up for the Cavs. It's just like every single, I mean, Embiid's now banged up. It's like every single team, for the most part, you're like, they have a starter, and not even just a starter, they have a key part that's either playing at like 70% or they're just straight up out because of injuries. And, and it's, it sucks because that's the one nice thing, you know, what you say about the NBA playoffs first the NCAA tournament is, you know, if there's an injury in the NCAA tournament, you only have one game, right? You can't sit there and be like, okay, well, let's just let his ankle heal and he'll be back to 75%. We have six other games. In the NBA playoffs now, it's like, well, these guys are um, missing three, four games at a time. And it does suck because, I, you know, I, I know this is a crazy take, but I like watching the best players play basketball. What do you think of the increase in flagrant fouls? Is it happening more, or the refs just happen to be calling it more? I think it's a combination. Like, there have been a lot of intentional fouls, and I think, you know, again, when you're starting to get into game three, four, playing each other, you get sick of playing each other, and those fouls get harder and harder and harder. And, you know, the intensity wraps up because, hey, we, you know, we have one game until our season's over. Like, we, we need to do everything to win. Um, and then the refs just try to like minimize how how many of those hard fouls go on, and and you know, and some of them are uh, like opinion calls, right? Like, okay, you got hit while going up, but wasn't he landed weird? But it wasn't really like he wasn't trying to hurt him, but he landed weird, so we have to call a flagrant. So I, there haven't been too many intentional fouls where I'm sitting on the couch just like. Uh, that's, I mean, that's a that's a that's a hand check foul. Like, what are we doing here? But it it does seem like there are getting more and more flagrant fouls. Yeah, and it just uh, again you could chalk it up to to many different things there too. And of course, the, one of the big guys that have uh, been talked about so much is Dylan Brooks and and, and the trash talk yeah. that he's had. Like, it, it's I mean, it's fun because you see villains or you see guys like this all the time in basketball, but. I just feel like, man, there's certain people that when you poke them and they make you pay for it, ends up making you look even worse. And as of right now, at least, uh, LeBron is definitely making Dylan Brooks look a lot worse. Well, Dylan Brooks is making Dylan Brooks look yeah, that, a lot worse. Like, yeah. you, you can you can lose to LeBron. That's it's very justifiable. Mm-hmm. 99.9% of people that ever play this game probably would. You can't hide from the media. You can't run your mouth and, and talk like you're this villain and then do nothing. He's two games in a row, he's hitting from the media while playing bad games. And like I wrote a blog today, kind of going through the list of athletes that have done something like this before. And it's just like he's up there for one of the worst performances after uh, a little bit of you know what talking and then hiding from it. It's like if you're going to run your mouth, you need to answer the bell when it comes calling. Kind of a crazy dynamic going on with the pe- the next two nights in the playoffs. All the teams that are down 3-1 are the road teams tonight. The teams that are down 3-1 are all at home tomorrow. So you would expect with tonight's game that 
those road teams are going to be eliminated, at least a couple of them maybe. And then uh, tomorrow you're looking at teams that are down 3-1. They get a chance to go back home, and they're looking to survive and, and play another game. Yeah, I, I think at least two get eliminated tonight. You know, I think Atlanta would be a popular pick, and I do think Denver and Minnesota. I mean, the Clippers. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose, but you know, they are so. I, I just think the Clippers are decent enough to maybe steal one. And then tomorrow, like I, I, I'm not going to be surprised if Cavs beat the Knicks to, to go back to the Garden. Uh, and then what's the other one? Oh, Memphis. I don't know. Memphis is a mess. Like, I would not be surprised if they get the gentleman sweep here. Like, I, I agree with you. Typically, if you're down 3-1 at home or going back home, you're sitting there going, all right, we're we're going to win one here. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll at least live to get to game six. But it's, I don't know. I, I would not be surprised if we see three out of the five done by, what, end of night tomorrow? Yeah, and then the Bucks heat. The Bucks are going home down 3-1 tomorrow also. And the Bucks, yeah, I forgot about them, yeah. <laughs> just still can't believe they're free. I think they win. Um, you got the legendary Jimmy Butler performance. I would not be surprised to see a legendary Giannis performance back home, um, especially with another day of rest. Well, and that's the thing too, Bobby. Is again, we we still got a lot of games to be played. But since there are a lot of underdogs or at least lower seeded teams that have uh, some leads in these series, do you see still one team being the overall favorite to still win it all? Is, is it more just? Kind of pick your poison here. To just who do you think out of right now is in the uh, best position to uh, continue it on and win it all in the NBA? I think it's a little bit pick your poison because the second, like I would typically just say, like the Suns because I think the Suns are, are awesome and probably the most talented team in the in the league. But you know, if, if everything holds, they're the four seed against the one seed Denver with home court advantage and Nicole Jokic and all that, but. You know, if you give me Paul Durant, Booker, I, I, and Aiton, I'm pretty sure they could figure it out. Um, but it, 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 and then even like in the East, you get again if everything holds, you get Philly, Boston, where typically you'd say one of those. But it's like I don't know, flip a coin who you like more between Boston and Philly in that in that series. I don't. I mean, I hate both teams. So I, I don't want to pick one, but it, 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 they do feel equal. Where it's like I, I don't know if anybody's really set up. To make a run, I, I guess you could maybe even play the Warriors because it, you know you get the Fox injury. Then you, if, if it holds, you get home court against the Lakers. You have Steph and Clay and, and Draymond who have gone through all this before. I mean, they could be in the best spot. It, 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 it does feel open, especially if everything holds the way it currently is. Those second round matchups start to look weird, and, and you can really just kind of talk yourself into a, a lot of different. Like a lot of different conference final matchups all of a sudden. Sixers are the only team they got a sweep, and Joel Embiid is another one of those players who's dealing with an injury. How much of a factor is that, and how much does that help that they get this rest and uh, he's able to be able to recover from this injury before they get into the next series? It's massive because, this, like again, I'm not breaking loose here. The Sixers need Joel Embiid to beat the Celtics. You're not. You're not beating the Celtics without Embiid and Embiid performing like an MVP. Of their second best player isn't good enough to compete with Brown and Tatum and, and everything else that the Celtics have. So you know they're cheering heavily for Atlanta. They want that series to extend so Embiid can just get rest and and it's what like an LCL injury I think is what they labeled it as. Let him get rest. Let him try to get at least be as close to healthy as possible. Um, because it, it does feel like Philly Boston's going to be a war if that holds. And, you know, I think if that goes seven, no one would bat an eye at it. So, Bobby, I do got to ask you just a little bit, uh, since, of course, you're, and I know you're a college basketball fan, too, and also a Kentucky fan, too. So, uh, how confident are you about uh, Landon Hunter Dickinson? And uh, how, how much you guys, uh, how much you guys forking over, if that's going to be the case, if you're going to be bringing him in? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm shocked Arkansas isn't in the mix because they're in the mix for every single person who hits the portal somehow. And somehow they have 142 scholarships down there. I don't know how Musk does it, um, but it seems like all of a sudden he has 19 transfers and four recruits coming in while bringing back seven other guys. And it's like, well, there's 15 people on the roster. How do we do this every year? Um, yeah. Somewhat surprised if Hunter does go to Kentucky just because there is the option for Oscar to go back, and Oscar hasn't made a a definitive statement one way or another. So it's like, well, 
what happens if Hunter comes and Oscar isn't ready, you know, decides he wants to do another year of college, you're not having both of them back, then are you really shipping Oscar out somewhere else? And it, 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 it's a weird scenario that Kentucky's currently in in terms of Hunter, Hunter and Oscar. And also, the guess, Hunter Dickinson is awesome, but it doesn't solve the defensive issue that Kentucky had last year with Oscar. Not like, not like Hunter is an elite defender, especially in, in the ball screens where Oscar got destroyed. So, it, 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 I mean, it would be obviously a, a big, big move. And yes, like it, there are a lot of pros to it, but I'm looking at it like, what, what's really the scenario here? Is there not a better, a bigger name, or maybe a better player, but a better fit that Kentucky should go after? Before what you get out of here, Bobby, you mentioned Arkansas. Like they got those five players coming out of the portal, and I know you know a few yeah. of them, man. Like, so is this sustainable? Like, what do you think of the team and the roster that Muss has been putting together? I mean, it's it's kind of a Muss roster again, right? Like a bunch of wings, a bunch of guys that are versatile. I'm, I'm assuming they'll be just fine defensively. Um, can you get enough shooting? Right? Like that's it's kind of the the Muss staple is. Hey, we have a bunch of guys that can definitely go get a bucket, but is there going to be enough consistent shooting to where you don't have to do the, okay, here's my offensive lineup, here's my defensive lineup. I'll never have my best five out there at once, though. Um, but, I mean, it's it, it's, a, it's another must offseason where these guys that are hitting the portal and you're like, I yep, that's, that's Arkansas. That's a 6-7 wing that can handle the ball and be a good enough defender. Yeah, I think it's the vibe Razorback fans get too. It's at the point where they're just like, "Okay, Mush, you, you've you've proven yourself, man. We, we'll just trust you. <laughs> like whatever whatever you're that, doing." That's the other thing, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, hey, whatever you're doing, we know you've had success. So whatever you want to yeah. do, however you want it to look, we'll just uh, go along with it. But uh, yeah, there's no one that should question what Mush does because if you make sweet, I mean, I know I know you want a Final Four, but if you're making sweet sixteen every year. You're at least doing something right. Yes, yes, more so than a lot of teams. Bobby, as always, man, we appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the NBA playoffs, my man. All right, have a good one, guys. I appreciate it again. Bobby Regan of Barstool Sports joining us on the Jones and Sun Diamond and Bridal Fine Jewelry Hotline. We'll have more Out of Bounds coming up next. Stay with us. Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill, award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. Elia's in Moralton is now open for lunch on Sundays. Take exit 108. Sports Center. In the NBA last night, two lower seeds pushed their leads to 3-1. First up, the Heat beat the Bucks 119-114 behind Jimmy Butler's historic 56 points. It was the fourth best scoring performance ever in a playoff game and the most points ever in Miami Heat franchise history. It's just the fourth time since the playoffs expanded to 16 in 1984 that an eight seed has took a 3-1 lead. In the West, the Lakers beat the Grizzlies 117-111 in overtime. LeBron James had 22 points, 20 rebounds, and 7 assists. It's his first 2020 game of his career. Both of those series can come to an end tomorrow. And in the NBA tonight, the Celtics can close out the Hawks at 6.30 on TNT, the Nuggets can close out the Timberwolves at 8 on NBA TV, and the Suns can finish off the Clippers at 9 on TNT. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Join me, Hagen Smith, as I get in the zone with Justin Acre and Wes Moore each Wednesday. We will break down each of my outings and look ahead to the next matchup. My visit is brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. I've got the mound covered, but John Mark Goings Allstate has all your insurance needs covered. Are you in good hands? Hey, crazy month last month. March, Mitch oh. making us take all that money off them trucks. Oh, Ryan, Mitch said 8000 off. Man, maybe this month will be a lot smoother. Gosh. Hey, guys, I got an idea to make it $10,000 off this month. How? We need extra trade-ins, right? With $2,000 trade-in incentives, you get $10,000 off all-new 23 Ram Bighorn trucks in stock. If you don't believe us, make that beautiful drive right here to Heber Springs. Check us out online at RedRiverDodge.com during Ram Truck Month. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. 
Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real buzzkill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials, let's get growing. So, you're in the market for a new outboard motor. Look no further than Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Located right off the Levy exit, Arch carries a full line of dependable Tohatsu motors, ranging from 4 to 115 horsepower, all four-stroke motors. Come see us today at Arch Marine. For the past 20 years, Home for Healing has offered support to parents of NICU infants, cancer patients and their caregivers, and families with a loved one in ICU. On Friday, April 28th, they'll be hosting a golf tournament at the Country Club of Arkansas in Maumel. This year, Chris Johnson will be honored as Volunteer of the Year at the tournament. Go to homeforhealing.org to sign up your team for the Home for Healing Golf Tournament presented by Tito's Handmade Vodka at the Country Club of Arkansas. And tune in to the buzz on the 28th as The Zone will be broadcasting live thanks to Arkansas Urology. Get a great deal on Select Kubota Equipment, the number one rated tractor brand for durability and owner experience in the U.S. The versatile lineup features performance match attachments to help you make the most of your land. Right now at participating dealers, get a Kubota compact tractor for zero down, 0% APR for 84 months. Now through June 30th. See them or go to KubotaUSA.com slash offers for full disclaimer. Visit your leading Kubota dealers today. River Valley Tractor, five great locations around central Arkansas to better serve you. River Valley Tractor. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Here's the pitch. A swing and a high fly ball way up in the air, way deep right field. Get out of here. Brady Slavens with a go-ahead home run. That ball could have seeded the clouds if there were any above Baumwalker Stadium. Second home run of the season. The Hogs have the lead in the fourth inning. On 103.7 The Buzz. It feels good to see the world Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. Got plenty of sports going on right now NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, Major League Baseball, boxing, MMA, XFL, USFL, golf. You name it, Bet Saracen has it. Get flash betting, great in game betting, and prop bets right now. So, Bet Saracen is where you want to be if you want to follow the odds, favorites, and underdogs. Arkansas taking on Missouri State. Arkansas is a three and a half point road favorite. The over under is 11 and a half runs. And then tonight with the NBA games, you have some big home favorites looking to close out all up 3 1. Celtics, 13 point favorite. Nuggets, nine and a half point favorite over Timberwolves. And Phoenix Suns. 12 and a half over the Clippers. So pretty big lines on those games where the home teams are looking to close out. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info, you need to be on the Bet Saracen app. It's simple. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to BetSaracen.com. Be sure to check out the video of How to Play featuring Jancy Sheets. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. Speaking of the Bet Saracen, I saw they also put out uh, NFL draft specials, too, for uh, – some Arkansas players like uh, Drew Sanders being drafted in round one, which feel like probably feel pretty good about that. Uh, it's at minus one fifteen for him. Most of the mocks have him in in the second round, and so that's probably why you get some good odds on the first round. Yeah, yeah he's at minus one fifteen for that, and then uh, he's at minus one forty for uh, to be drafted pick thirty six or above. And then uh, let's see, plus three plus Arkansas players to be drafted at plus one twenty. Uh, really, the only uh, long shot, or the major long shot, is Drew Sanders to be drafted in the top ten, but plus six thousand. Which, if that <laughs> happens, then something really went crazy. But uh, that, that would just mean that a team really likes him. Yeah, so yeah, very much so. Uh, also, any any I like this one. Any Arkansas Razorback to be Mister Irrelevant. Like, it, you get plus eleven hundred if you wanted to get in on that. 
And then uh, even the Chiefs to draft Drew Sanders. That'd be kind of cool, uh, having him up there in Kansas City. So a lot of Drew Sanders stuff going on. But, I mean, as far as for uh, having three-plus Razorback players, I mean, that's – I'm trying to think. Cause I know Drew Sanders. Stromberg. Stromberg, of course. Yeah, throw him in there, too. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that's a tough one because it's like – I like Hazelwood, but I don't know. Is he is he a draftable player? Is he going to get drafted? Is it uh, you know Matt Landers maybe? Can right. he get drafted? So yeah, I mean that's there's so, a reason why. But. Yeah, three and a half is is right there on that line. You want to go over? You want to go under? Mm. I mean, I mean I just I, I would I don't know I don't know that's tough. I would probably I'd probably go under just to be safe, just because it's like I feel like every time I feel like Razorbacks are going to have multiple players drafted is the years that they get less than what I think they're going to get. So, Dalton Wagner, he could get drafted. That's, yeah, that's another one, too. It's another one, too. I mean, you got a few guys that went to the NFL Combine as well and, uh, you know, had, had done some good things there. And Yeah, so it, it could – you never know when it comes to the NFL draft and what they're looking at. But uh, with Drew Sanders, though, it certainly seems like – I think we're all in agreement he's going to be the first Razorback taken, like no question, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, regardless. So, uh, but yeah, the NFL draft uh, – year before you know it on uh, I guess Thursday is when it all goes down when it all starts so uh, yeah I'm wondering if uh, there'll be any major trades or any drama or anything like that that'll be happening oh right you know that's happening it happens every year yeah I'm trying to think of with uh, already some moves been made in uh, top five picks and you know we know the quarterback situation talk about the Will Levis deal and yeah, you know, betting odds are, are going for him in some places, but so I don't with know. Uh, those top four picks, you have three of those four that are quarterback needy teams, with uh, the Colts, Panthers, and Texans, and then you have the Cards drafting at three, which they aren't necessarily quarterback needy, but there's another team that feels like they have the need for the quarterback. They're trying to get into that three position, so they're in trade talks with the Cardinals, trying to get them to move back. So if the Cardinals don't move back, or if they don't, you know, figure out something, what would they look for to take third overall? More than likely, best player, but probably uh, a defensive player, one of these good defensive linemen. Yeah, because uh, is it the guy from uh, from Bama? That's uh, going to be highly Will regarded. Anderson. Will Anderson. Thank you. Yeah, Will Anderson. I know. Uh, I mean, listen, it, I'm not I'm, not all of them pan out, but I feel like there's like certain schools where if you look at it, it's like. If I can take the best defensive player from Alabama in most years, you'll probably be okay. Like it's usually a good, a good option. Or in Georgia, in their case, because they've got a lot of talent too. If you if you have one of the, if not the best player on their defense available, and you need a defensive player, odds are if you get them, you're, you're going to work out just fine. Too. Texans in a good position because of the Deshaun Watson trade. They have two top twelve picks, so number two, number twelve, and then there's been even some talk about them possibly looking into Lamar Jackson, which. That would work out on both sides if Texans get Lamar Jackson, but the Ravens, on the other hand, get the number two pick overall. That could work out for both sides. So with your Steelers at 17 overall, what would you like to see them do? or what do you There's feel? a number of different directions they can go in, but what's been most talked about is corner and offensive line. Now they could go edge rusher. They could go inside linebacker like Drew Sanders. There are a number of different directions for them, but... It seems like at this point, most likely it would be offensive line or corner. If they stay at 17, it's more likely going to be corner. But there's talk about Steelers possibly trading up. And if they do make a move like that and they trade up, then uh, they're probably looking more at that offensive line. Now, there was a lot of talk about Steelers in conversation with the Jets at the time. The Jets had the number 13 pick. Now, do they pick up the phone and make that same call to the Packers? And you're not talking about moving up a lot from 17 to 13. If you move up four positions, you don't have to give up a lot on the back end of that. Well, I saw some uh, people making making the jokes that it would be really funny if, uh, you know, after this whole deal with the Jets and the Packers and getting Aaron Rodgers and all that, that the uh, Packers with their first pick actually take, uh, like, a star wide receiver. <laughs> finally, uh, after Aaron Rodgers is gone, finally getting a, a big-time wide receiver because that's always been the thing that they, at least uh, that you've heard from Aaron Rodgers being kind of frustrated with that they never give them the weapons in the draft that they wanted to just biggest need at this point is offensive line so you couldn't go wrong there if you're talking about offensive line to protect the quarterback or bring in a receiver that the quarterback has other options to throw to i am all for making whatever it takes to protect aaron Rodgers and keep him healthy and upright and whatever it takes <laughs> just uh, i don't care if you got to 
you know, trade for a big-time offensive lineman or, or whatever it is. But just make sure he not only is protected, but also has guys that he can throw to and, and make it work. Because I, I feel good about the Jets' defense. Like, Jets' defense is, is solid. You know, Robert Saul has got a great de- defensive mind. And uh, they were really good last year. So I feel like they're good on that front. But now it's just now that the trade is made official, or at least, uh, you know, it's been reported that way. Start doing whatever it can to, to build around Aaron Rodgers and make it uh, as easy as possible on him. So Draft is always interesting, though, because at that moment, every fan base, you feel like your team has a chance now because of some of the good players that they brought in, especially if you're drafting at the top and uh, you get some of these bigger name players that everybody knows. It's not like you expect them to have a complete turnaround right away, but it does give you hope. And it's been shown that you can turn that around a lot quicker than uh, thought before because look at Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. who was number one overall pick for the Bengals, and they've been in a mix where they were in the Super Bowl last year. They uh, have had some playoff runs here in the past couple of years, and they did that you know, within his second and third seasons. And I'm not trying to compare these guys to Joe Burrow, but just adding to that point, though, if you think about like when Kyler Murray got drafted number one overall, it, they they had a pretty, I wouldn't say quick, but they're just a couple years later. They were one of the better teams in in the NFL when record wise. It got to the playoffs and, and everything. Same thing with, with with Baker, you know, at, at Cleveland, and I know he's not there anymore. But when they drafted first overall, what was it? Two, three years after they drafted him, they went to the playoffs and won their first playoff game for a long time. So, uh, and Joe Burrow, of course, is the ultimate in the in the gold standard. So it just. When there were times that you always felt like the first round pick or the first overall pick as a quarterback, you know, and we know how much pressure is on those guys. Sometimes they pan out, or if they don't pan out, it takes them a while. Just here recently, uh, we, at least with the guys that got drafted number one overall as a quarterback, it was just a year, two years, maybe three years to where did they win a Super Bowl? No, but they got into the playoffs and they were one of the teams that performed really well during the regular season too. So. As a rookie, you don't expect those guys to go out and set the world on fire and you know, get to the playoffs and make deep runs. But in between that first and second season, you do expect to see a lot of strides because now the guys have been on the field, they've seen the speed of the game, and they should have a better feel for it. And so that's why there's always talk about a quarterback improving a lot from that rookie to the second season. And speaking of uh, also dealing with uh, the NFL and, and the Jets, you know, I, I, I didn't say this publicly because I, you know, just, I don't want to do it, but, you know, when Aaron Rodgers happens and if they still have some things going on, I'm like, okay, this could be a Super Bowl contending team. This, this could be. This could be working. They could, you know, maybe even play for a Super Bowl. How Rex, crazy that Rex would be. Ryan says it's happening. And that's what made me exactly <laughs> what you said, Joe. That's what made me say, you know what? Uh, thank you, Rex, for making sure I temper my expectations because when I see him on. Uh, on ESPN with his Jets jacket on and wearing Super Bowl three ring from his dad that was there too. Has the name of the photo behind him. Oh yeah, just and he's just like they're gonna win. I'm like Rex, just I get that's who you are and that's how you are, but man, come on, like, <laughs> oh, man, it's just like as soon as he said that, I was like, okay, all right, back back to reality. Still got a long way to go and still got a lot of things that got to go your way because we know how difficult it is to win Super Bowl for, for crying out loud. Aaron Rodgers at Green Bay. Like was not only multi-winning MVP, but that many times they had like the best record in the NFC, one of the best teams in the NFC, and they he's won one Super Bowl and he's played in what two? Like that's just like, you're talking about a guy in his in the whole career. So it's just tough for me to believe that wait one year with the Jets, pow, he's just going to be there in the Super Bowl. I'd love it, but <laughs> it's just it's just there's a lot of things that have to go their way too. So. And it starts with the division. The division itself is tough, and we saw that with the AFC West last year, and the AFC West could be. Some of the same, but first and foremost, you're thinking about the Chiefs. It should be more competitive altogether, but now it looks like the AFC East has taken over that reign where you're looking at it saying any one of these teams can win the division. Yeah, and it's it's wild, and I saw that uh, when the schedule... Because uh, when's the schedule normally come out for the May. NFL? It's May. So, yeah, yeah, have the draft, and then in May, you have the schedule release. Please let there be a Jets game in Kansas City. I will be at that game with bells on. Please let that happen. Are they on a schedule? I don't know. 
I was just, I got to look at it. That's what I was wondering. I got to look. I'm just hoping that I'm wrong and that's the case. But we've got more outbounds coming up. For Brewskies. Make Brewskies your go to happy hour spot every Friday. Monday through Friday, happy hour goes till 7 p.m. But wait, actually, happy hour doesn't end on Friday. Every Friday, it's all day and all night happy hour. It's Brewskies. You're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. So come get your grub on. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewski's. Lift Truck Service Center has been serving the state of Arkansas for 50 years with your forklift and heavy equipment needs. Lift Truck offers a wide variety of brands such as Unicarriers, Princeton, JCB, and many more. Their service department services all makes and models and keeps a wide variety of parts in stock for fast and reliable service. For rental, sales, parts, and service, contact Lift Truck Service Center today at 501-568-3330 or visit them at one of their four locations in Little Rock, Russellville, Van Buren, or Springdale. The cleanup continues after the recent storms, and Reed's Metals of Benton is here to help with anything you may need. It's Arkansans helping fellow Arkansans. Reed's has everything you may need for an all-new metal building with metal components, roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlings, color roofing panels, and more. Reed's Metals building frames are made right here in America, and they have quick delivery times. Order today and pick up today in most cases with Reed's Metals of Benton, who are ready to help after the recent storms. Call 501-77-METAL or online at reedsmetals.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Recently, while watching a young shooting star named Elvis Presley in Jailhouse Rock, I was impressed by the young actress co-starring with him. Bearing a striking resemblance to Ava Gardner, I couldn't remember being in anything else. Sadly, there was a reason for this. Days after filming completed, Judy Tyler was killed in an auto accident. Presley was so devastated that he refused to watch the film. As the good book reminds us, what is your life? You're a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Life is a precious gift, my friends. Make the most of each day. Double B's is an Arkansas company helping Arkansans to live rich, meaningful, significant lives. We support our communities and are here to serve you. Come on by for some quality products at affordable prices. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. It's Justin Acre for Coffin by Design West. Shop with the local folks and get exactly what you want. You can also shop from the convenience of your own home by going to KaufmanLumber.com. There's an online store with over 800,000 items in inventory that can be delivered straight to your front door. Items in inventory include everything from hardware to housewares, heating and cooling supplies, lawn and garden tools, sporting goods, store and office supplies, and there's a huge range of products in each area available. So go by their store in West Little Rock at 14900 Cancel Road or do your shopping online at KaufmanLumber.com. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, you and I have been doing ads for a long time, but I didn't realize how long Southern Bank's been doing this. We're a 136-year-old bank and recognized as one of the strongest banks in the country. And Chris, with unstable times, it's always nice to know that your bank is stable. It's not only our financial strength, but it's also our employees. You'll see the same familiar faces ready to help you every day with your banking needs. If you want to see the Southern Bank difference, go to bankwithsouthern.com or call 501-424-0900. It's Southern Bank, member FDIC. Hey, folks, Wild Bill with Motorsports Authority right here in beautiful Hot Springs. Plus, our location in Russellville, folks, I got Magic Mark sitting here beside me. You've been buying a lot of cars, the best inventory mark in a long, long time. That's right, Bill. We've looked in every nook and cranny, and we've got the best inventory we've ever had. And don't forget, we buy cars. Come shop with us where your income tax return will go further at any one of our locations located in Hot Springs and in Russellville. And as always, you can visit us online at msastore.com. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Well, Fayetteville is 1,843 miles away, but the call of the Hogs can be heard all the way to San Francisco. On 1037 The Buzz. It is a Trigger Tuesday here on Out of Bounds. 
And we're going to get to Trigger Tuesday on the other side of the break and what's bothering us in the world of sports. So if you want to tell us what's bothering you, get in on it because we'll read them for you and let everybody know what you're ranting about. You can call or text in at 501-661-1037 as well as getting after us in the Asher Record Life and feedback and after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors. Uh, you know, we were just uh, talking about the Jets schedule. They do play Kansas City, but it is in MetLife. So uh, that'll be there in East Rutherford, New Jersey, which, you know, it's a whole other thing. Good for them. They got a home game. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be a good one. But I, this is the thing is I've, I've, I've said it before. I've never seen the Jets play live just because of the proximity and uh, the timing of things. But they are playing the Dallas Cowboys this year in Arlington. So I'm like, okay. This, this is it. We, I finally have a quarterback that I can be excited about. <laughs> I, I got a team that gives me some hope. They are playing in Dallas, in our, you know, just four and a half hours away, roughly. I got to do it. So that, that's, I'm, going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to, I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what I got to do. I got friends down there in Arlington, or at least the Dallas area, that'll hopefully go with me, too. But that, that's going to be it. I'll wear my Aaron Rodgers jersey, or maybe I'll go old school and... You know, wear my uh, Curtis Martin jersey. I don't know, something like that. But uh, that's that's the one I'm circling. So hopefully it's at a time of uh, that can be convenient there down there in Dallas, which I know the Cowboys are going to be, uh, of course, uh, looking to make some moves and make some noise next year too. So, yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't know if I'd rather it be an early side of things or like an earlier game or if it would rather be later in the season too. But that, that should be a great one. Um, but, yeah, they play at Dallas. They have Kansas City there in New York. <laughs> Go to Cleveland. Yeah. Which, uh, that's another weird thing, too, is they have uh, the Cleveland Browns as part of the preseason game of the Hall of Fame game, at least. And they also play them in the regular season in Cleveland. So, I don't see that happen too often, but uh, that is happening for the Jets. So, anyway. It, again, people listening right now, you probably don't even care, but I do because I'm, I'm just excited I finally get a chance to do this. Oh, they're also playing Vegas. Playing the Raiders, so... Just make a trip back to Vegas. That's a, that's a quick hop, step, and a jump. Make that work if that's the case. So I'm excited. I'm excited about where they're going. Uh, let's see. Asher Record Life and Feedbound actually comes from Go Jets. Uh, it says, hey, John, are you going to get an Aaron Rodgers jersey? I might order two of them. Uh, yes, I absolutely am. I, I, we got to figure out exactly what number he's going to be wearing. I guess they've said it's going to be number eight, which, eh, all right, I mean, you know, it's as long as he plays well in it, I don't care about the number. But, no, as soon as they go on sale, I am absolutely getting me a, uh, a, a Ram Rodgers jersey. I'm going to get me, for sure, a green one, you know, the home team. May get me a white one, and we'll see about the black one, because I know they have different uh, alternating colors there. So, uh, I'm, I'm, But I, I am getting one. I haven't bought a Jets jersey in quite some time. Uh, in fact, I'm even embarrassed to say the last one that I did buy was uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, that didn't work out. But before that, I got Darrell Revis, which did work out. So that that's fine. That's fine. So, uh, but either way, it, it's I'm definitely getting me an Aaron Rodgers jersey, and we'll see uh, see if uh, you know when that actually that comes out. Because is it is it officially he's wearing number eight? Is that what they're saying he's going to be number eight? Yeah, okay, yeah, he's wearing number eight. He's going back to the college number. He's not going to disrespect Joe Namath, even though Joe Namath said he he was fine with it. But for those Jets fans that. They know about the Super Bowl that they won, Super Bowl three, and Joe Namath making the guarantee. The number is retired. It's going to stay retired. Mm. I, I mean, you got to admit, not that it really matters, but the number 12 has to be the greatest quarterback number of all time in the NFL, right? Oh, by far. Yeah, I mean, you got Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, those two guys alone. Like <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Yeah, Terry Bradshaw, Tom, Joe Namath. Yeah, yeah, all, all these guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 12 is the, the number. Which is kind of funny because I think about like in college football, I feel like there haven't been that many twelves at quarterback that have been great. You know, there, there's which I know numbers are all always different when it comes to college and NFL, but number twelve I can't really think of. You know, anybody at least here of modern history that's come to mind as far as being great. So yeah, and and then uh, people, you know, whoever they grow up watching, they choose numbers based on that. So true, twelve was one of those numbers that was really popular in the seventies. And uh, that's why you saw a number of quarterbacks wearing it. And, of course, it, it went through the 80s, 90s. And, you know, if there was anybody right now playing, Tom Brady would probably be that guy that they look towards as the 12. But most of these players playing now and quarterbacks, 
they weren't really thinking about Tom Brady. They were looking at the next quarterback. That was they're looking at Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, that's true. So they're probably looking at one to wear fifteen. Yeah, fifteen or maybe Josh Allen and you know at seventeen. Uh, I if it was me, if I was if I was like C.J. Stroud or one of these guys, I'm I'm rocking zero if I can because I'm like, hey, there's never been a quarterback that's worn it, and I could be the first. I could be the first great one to wear uh, number zero. But I'm sure there's again a lot of players that probably do want to wear zero. But that would be. That would be my move there too. So, I, but I'm fine with him wearing eight. I don't care what number he wears, just as long as he uh, uh, performs well. But it will, it just, it will be weird seeing him wearing a different number because even like, you know, because Peyton Manning kept 18 at the Broncos, Tom Brady kept 12 going to the Buccaneers. You know, so it'll be uh, weird just seeing Aaron Rodgers in a different number, not number 12. Yeah, that wasn't a 12 from the Bucks that was going to keep Tom Brady from. No, that's it. true. That's true. Yeah, nobody was. All right. Well, we just got a few minutes here. Let's go ahead and jump into your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. Guys, I've got just one thing I want to say to you. Touchdown, Arkansas! Arkansas wins the national championship! The Arkansas Razorbacks have completed the dream season! On by 90! This is your Razor Hog update on Out of Bounds, presented by True Service Community Federal Credit Union, where they offer new mortgage loans, refinancing, auto loans, and small business loans. Online at trueservice.net. All right, so for your Razor Hog update, you got Arkansas Missouri State tonight in baseball, actually happening in Springfield. That game's going to be having first pitch at 6 30. 6 o'clock will be the pre-game show right here on 103.7 The Buzz. So you'll be able to catch it out here. But Arkansas is looking to turn things around after getting swept to Georgia. And we'll see how it plays out and uh, who's going to be healthy and ready to roll. It certainly looks like uh, Cody Adcock is going to be the pitcher for the Razorbacks. And uh, Tyler Scherter. Jeez, I hope I said that one right. But that's what it looks like. Uh, he's going to be the pitcher for Missouri State. And not only that, but it's going to be 44 degrees around uh, first pitch. Blech. That does not sound like fun baseball weather. But, hey, you got to get the game played somehow. And so should be a great one there, too. And speaking of uh, with Razorbacks in the NFL, we were talking about Drew Sanders. And uh, getting closer and closer, starting to put up some graphics for him. It looks like he's going to be the uh, the number one Razorback taken in the NFL draft. And a lot of mock drafts have him at uh, different places. But... Uh, Drew Sanders is going to be part of uh, some rare company because we know Arkansas kind of went through a stint where they barely had any NFL draft picks, much less first-rounders. And if Drew Sanders does go in the first round, that's going to be two out of the past three NFL drafts that Arkansas has had a first-round pick. So definitely uh, something you can add to. And also transfers, something you could throw at them. Hey, (laughs) one year at Arkansas, we got them drafted in the first round. So had nothing to do with Alabama. It was all us. But still, uh, he'll, he'll be the first one taken. Hopefully goes in the first round and uh, we appreciate it, even though it was short-lived. We appreciate it when he did come on the show earlier in the football season. And, uh, you know, he's he's a very football-oriented guy. He likes to, you know, do some other things like, you know, hunt and fish and all that. But football is this dude's life. Oh, so he's putting in the work, for yeah. sure. And uh, that's why teams are going to be impressed with not only what they see on film, but just him as a person, him as a player. He's all about football. Absolutely. So there's your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We'll take a top-of-the-hour update. When we come back, we'll have more Trigger Tuesday. Talk, start talking about what's bothering us in the world of sports and your phone calls and text messages as well. Coming in hot on Out of Bounds on Trigger Tuesday next. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Maumel is where you'll save 50% on all 